Inbound to Hunter Hale, and Hampton is not gonna foul. For the 12th time, Rock Hill, South Carolina is Big South title town. The Winthrop Eagles are going to the NCAA tournament. Our thanks to Dave Friedman and the Winthrop Sports Network for that call of Winthrop's final over Hampton. The Eagles out of the Big South Conference, not the MEAC, going to the Big South, or being going to the NCAA tournament. 76-68 the win here at Hampton. Uh, fun game, Dave. Um, it was a, a kind of a crazy start. Uh, Winthrop looked like they were about to get blown out of their own gym in the first six, seven, eight minutes. At one point down 22-7. to seven. But then they started playing a little bit of defense, started making some shots. Yeah, I mean, the story of the Big South Conference Tournament Final is the job that Chase Claxton did against Hampton's Jermaine Merrill. One of the nation's leading scorers had absolutely eaten alive two conference tournament teams to the tune of 60-some points, maybe it was 70 points, and shooting an incredibly high percentage and just putting Hampton on his back. And Merrow goes 5-19 and 19 today, 1-10 from 3. I, I don't know if you'd pick Claxton out of the box score, 10 points, that's tied for second high honors in scoring. But, you know, DJ Burns with 16 and then Jason Hunter and Chandler Vaudron with 10. Seven rebounds, that's third on the team between behind nine from Ferguson and eight from Zunick. But if you watch the game and you appreciate basketball, it's the guy that took only three shots all day that won the game. Well, do you remember, uh, what was the run that Winthrop closed? Well, they, they had a stretch where Hampton was like one of nine to end the half. And it came in a stretch where Mike Numba had, had picked up, Winthrop's defensive specialist had picked up his second foul. And it was kind of at that point Chase Claxton came in and, you know, Morrow kind of disappeared from that point on yeah. in, in the half, in the first half. And then Winthrop cut it to five at the break. And I remember talking to some people at halftime, in fact, our good friend John Gobbold, and I said, Winthrop actually has Hampton right exactly where they want them. Yeah, it's it's the worst 18-point performance you can imagine. 40 minutes, took him 19 shots to get to 18 points. He was 1 at 10 on threes, and, and Winthrop just was all over him. We, we kind of had the wrong guy on our pregame show. I had Mike Anumba purposely because <laughs> I, I thought he would guard uh, Jermaine Marrow, and he did for the beginning of the game. And like you said, he got in foul trouble, and the freshman Claxton was just a, a total and utter difference maker. It's really the third time this year that Winthrop has put together a huge win, and it's been because of defense. I, I mean, in the second half, Hampton goes 1 of 12 yeah. on threes. Marrow is a non-factor or a minor factor, and, and the defense squeezes to get a victory. And I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast. You and I certainly have talked about it outside of it. I thought that at some point to win a tournament, three games in four days, yeah. you were going to have yep. to get something from DJ Burns. And his role has changed throughout the year. There was a point in the middle of the season, he was not only the best player on the team, but maybe the best player in the conference. Just an unstoppable force at 6'9 and 275 pounds. He kind of fell out of favor. He didn't really play well down the stretch. But boy, when they needed buckets in the second half, there was no answer for him today. And he scored uh, 12 of those points coming in the second half. There was a point in the game where D.J. Burns in the second half had scored 12 points. Hampton had scored 13. Yep. 
he was a beast inside, and he, you know, he's a great story for those of you that maybe haven't been paying attention. But you know, he's a Rock Hill kid, so he's a local to where Winthrop, the town that Winthrop is in. Um, you know, very highly recruited. He was the number three star prospect, uh, rated prospect out of this area. I mean, guys After like John ja Morant and, and Zion, Zion Williamson. Williamson. Went to Tennessee, uh, reclassified, went to Tennessee, set out a year. Things didn't really work out. Um, came home, got a waiver to play right away. And there have been times during this year where he has been Winthrop's most important player. Kind of, you know, he had those, uh, uh, you know, a, a team, I don't know if suspension is the right word, but he sat out a game. Um, didn't really play great down the stretch, but you know when the, when they needed him today, he came up huge. Yeah, and, and he's the differentiator. Winthrop is a good team, but DJ Burns is the guy that looks like he should be playing at the ACC or SEC level, and Hampton just they, they had no answer for him today. And, and this is this is what it's all about. I, I never got a final attendance, but there were forty five hundred or five thousand people here, and. Four five five three, four eight eight six, four eight eight six. Yeah. So there thanks were to Brett Redden, they went through. A right. So I said there'd be between forty five hundred and five thousand people. There were between forty five hundred and five thousand people. And yeah. when you can bring it here, and the community can get behind it, and, and you watch the team roar back, and they do it with defense. This is the great difference between last year's Winthrop team, who had a good season, not a great season, and this one. Last year's team was totally reliant on the three. This year's team is one of the top 20 or 30 three-point shooting teams in the country, but they don't have to rely on it. Same thing on defense. This is a team that's top 10 in the country in scoring, but they can win low-scoring games too. This is what makes, I would think, whatever team they get in the NCAA tournament, the one thing that the coach is going to say is, first the first the coach is going to say, and again, we're looking at maybe Winthrop being anywhere from a, maybe as low as a 14 to a 16. That's kind of what we're projecting. I think you and I think it's probably closer more to a 15. Um, but I think whatever opposing coach faces Winthrop, the first thing he's going to say is, you know, don't think of this team as being a, a you know a low major. I mean, they can score in different ways. They can defend. They're well coached. They do a lot of different things. They have DJ Burns. They have they have a couple of seniors. You know, so this is a team that um, what's made this team fun for us to watch. I think Dave is that you were 100 percent right last year. If they didn't hit 15 threes or 12 threes in a game, it was like a team could s- shut them down. In fact, in a tournament setting last year, uh, you know they petered out awfully quickly in the first round. Um, this year's team. You know, we had three games. There were three different games, three three completely different types of games. Now, today's game was more like Friday night's game when Winthrop beat Gardner-Webb, but, you know, they took five threes. I mean, we talk about— I mean, they made five threes. They took 24 threes. They had more shots from two. We talk about Burns being a differentiator. He's what makes a low-major team look like a high-major team. Another big differentiator is the depth in the bench. Right. In the— Semifinals against Gardner-Webb, they play six, seven, if you really push them, eight guys. Hampton today had three players play 40 minutes, and they would have had more if it wasn't for guys fouling out of the game. Davion Warren and DeAndre Griffin fouled out. One guy playing over 30. One guy playing over 30, and you went 
10 deep, as they almost always do, and nine guys that played meaningful minutes. I mean, nine players played at least 10 minutes in the game. They get 36 points off the bench. That is right at their season average. It's top two, top three in the country. You keep guys fresh. You have lots of options. It, it is a tribute to Pat Kelsey and his staff that when they have gone out and recruited, there just haven't been any duds. Like, not every guy has to be a superstar, but it's hard that every player you bring in is a rotational player, and that creates depth, that creates competition. When, when Burns was out of favor, no big deal. Next guy up. Yeah, and I would say the big thing, Dave, is that guys that are 6 through 10 embrace their role. I mean, they. it's not like – It's. I don't mean to say that they're just happy to be on the team. I mean, they understand that any two, three, four-minute stretch that they're in, they can make an impact. And, you know, if that's only five minutes, it's if it's 10 minutes, if it's 20 minutes, they accept it, they embrace it, and that's the reason why this team has gone dancing. They went – their depth wore down so many teams this year. And you look at Gardner-Webb – I'll say this. Um, look, Hampton – those guys, tip of the hat. I mean, they they, they, they played their hearts out. I, I thought second part of the, I'd say the last 10 minutes of the game, I, I, I thought they kind of started to wear down a little bit. Yeah, and, and that makes sense because they had played a bazillion minutes both today and throughout the entire tournament. I, I mean, having that depth pays off in a tournament environment. How many times did we talk about VMI when they were in the league, whether they were the yeah. best team during the regular season or the worst team, and how it's hard to play that style and win a bunch of games in a row. And Winthrop style, being able to play defense, being able to shoot the three, being able to go inside to DJ Burns, having some depth, it just gives you more outs. It's like right. playing poker. You want to have as many outs as possible. They've got a lot of different ways they can win. Alright, so we will, this will be just a little bit of a plug you know we'll obviously be doing our uh, annual not annual it, i wish it was annual but we will do our um, ncaa tournament selection show as we do every time winter makes the tournament so we encourage people to listen to that and we'll be podcasting that as well so we'll be recording that and putting it out as a podcast i encourage you if you're listening to this this week um what are your um non-office hours dave so if people want to get a hold of you because dave now let's face it dave probably you should start keeping track of this but it's probably fair to say you've watched between 200 and 400 games this year not in winthrop related um maybe 300 yeah i mean Something a lot like of that. games i mean I, you watch I, a lot I, of games I, I watch at least a game sometimes two or three or four a day okay. i mean I, so, I, I so, watch maybe, a so maybe it's closer day. to 150 but regardless of what it is, you watch a lot of games. You're going to be analyzing, crunching, breaking down. So stay tuned to uh, Dave's Twitter feed, at Friedman underscore Dave. Just come to the selection show. Come to the selection, come to the selection show. show. Well, I'm thinking there are some people like that might not be able to make it to the what? selection show. Well, I'm thinking of our West Coast friends. So, I mean, they've got a week. <laughs> Actually, with the coronavirus, stay up west. They've got, they've got a week. they got a week. Just come on yeah, down. Come on down. Come or, on down. Or meet us in... Sacramento yeah. or Spokane or Cleveland or Tampa yeah. or yeah. wherever the Eagles wherever go. The, Omaha. 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 So uh, we'll leave. I, I mean, anything else you want to say? Any final thoughts? I, I think I think it's the best. I, I mean, I've said this on 10 podcasts we've done. How many have we done? Maybe 60 podcasts? That's more than that, actually. I think okay. Like 80. I bet in 10 of them or 15 of them, I've said what I like about college basketball more than any other sport is inclusion. 
Winthrop yeah. is on national television. Yep. Their name is going to be in the bracket. They're going to be on CBS with Jim Nance or Andrew Catalan or Brian Anderson, and they're a part of a single elimination tournament with an opportunity to win it all. That, that just doesn't happen. That, that doesn't happen in college football, in pro sports. You have best of seven series. It's corporate. It's the fans. It's the community. It's the bands. It's the cheerleaders. And it's any team at the start of the year, if they put something magical together, they can do this. So you can say Winthrop has achieved all their goals for the season, and it's true. They've cut down the nets. They're going to the tournament. But if you want to dream... If you want to close your eyes, you can imagine a situation where in two weeks we're talking about where we're going for the Sweet 16. And to say that's ridiculous, well, Loyola Chicago went to the Final Four. VCU went to the Final Four. Wichita State went to the Final Four. Butler went to the Final Four. Is it likely? No, it is not likely. It is extraordinarily unlikely. But we talk so much about can UCF win the national championship and they never get the chance yeah. to do it? Can App State win the national championship? They don't have an opportunity to do it. W- Winthrop stands in a spot right now parallel to Kentucky and Duke and North Carolina. No, no, not North Carolina. They're not going to be in the national tournament this year. They have their chance. That's all you can ask for at the beginning of the year and at this stage in the year. All right, so Winthrop is going to be probably a trendy upset pick for, for some people. Winthrop is Particularly uh, those in Rock Hill, South Carolina. No, but don't you think? I mean, the, just top ten in, in, uh, in offense. They're uh, fifth coming into today's game in points. Top ten rebounding team. I mean, I think it's a team that uh, some people could be a trendy pick. Maybe not. But we'll see who they play. We'll see who they play. That'll be an interesting thing to see. We are going to uh, step aside here for a second. Well, not a second. We're going to close it out, but before we do, uh, we're going to let you enjoy the the, uh, the sounds and the calls from today's game. We're ready to go in the Big South Championship game. 6'6", Ben Stanley, jump center for Hampton. 6'8", Josh Ferguson for Winthrop. A.J. Desai tosses it up. The championship game is underway. Winthrop wins the tip 11-1 when winning the opening tip this year. Winthrop right to left and white. Down 22-9. Ferg, a left wing three. Good! What a screen! Chandler Vaudrin passed and then screened. Right side, Hale. Three minutes to go first half. Winthrop down eight. Hale penetrates inside Ferguson. Layup good. That's there all day. The penetration draws the defense and the shovel pass for the layup, and it's a six-point game. Halftime score presented by Hospitality Heating and Air Conditioning. Hampton 33 and Winthrop 28, a game that Winthrop trailed 22-7. to Hampton's in zone. Claxton, left side, Falden. Up top, Vaudrin fakes a three. Dexit, Vaudrin backing it out. Shot clock at 12. Left side, Falden for the lead. Got it! Charles Falden gives Winthrop their first lead since the opening two minutes. Hail for Winthrop, inside Burns, turns, fires, layup, no good, stick back, yes! Burns gives Winthrop the 46-44 lead. 10-15 to go. Burns has a team high 12. Hampton ball, right to left, Merrow right wing 30 feet from the goal. 
Straight on, Warren, defended by Anumba. Warren starts to drive, re-drives, offensive foul! Michael Anumba draws a charge! Baseline left inbound for Winthrop. Vaudrin plays to Burns at the short corner. Burns, single teamed, only so on him. Spins, turns, hits from the short corner. There is no chance in the world Pierre So can guard DJ Burns. Jones for Winthrop, penetrates and pitches. Zunik left wing three, got it! The Aussie signals three, and a world away, they're on their feet in Wollongong, New South Wales. Between the rings, Claxton off at two screens. Hale gets it left wing, well defended this time. Hale drives middle, dump inside, Claxton slam dunk! The defense stepped up on the driver, the pocket pass and the dunk, and the lead is 65-56. Jones moving right. Hale with five on the shot clock straight away. Hale starts to drive. Hale down the lane. Hale layup, good! 69-62, Winthrop, a minute and four seconds to go. 76-68, inbound to Hunter Hale, and Hampton is not gonna foul. For the 12th time, Rock Hill, South Carolina is Big South title town. The Winthrop Eagles are going to the NCAA tournament.